It's time for the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. Grab your coffee, your Bible, a pen, and your journal. It's time to be encouraged. And now here are your hosts, Terry and Melissa. Good morning. Good morning. Monday morning. Welcome to the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. We are here to kickstart your day and your week with some encouragement on this Monday morning. That's right. We're also uh, continuing a new segment we started last week, uh, Origins of Common Words. We'll be talking about some common words and where they came from. And speaking of words, Melissa will also have the word for your day. And we're always here to pray for you, pray with you, and take your prayer requests. They're never an interruption. They're a very big part of our show. That's right. And we also want you to know that we want to give you a very personal shout out. We want to welcome you to the show and into the room, but we cannot see you if you're on the video, whether you're on YouTube or Facebook or the website, unless you type in your chat box. So type in your chat box, give us a hi, hello, good morning. Let us know where you're tuning in from. And I'd love for you to answer this question. It's so important to us. What is in your cup? That's right. We care about what you're drinking in the morning. We hope you're drinking good coffee. We think everybody deserves good coffee. But if you're not and you're drinking something else, we want to hear about that too. Yeah. Yeah. So let's jump in. Absolutely. Good morning, MK. MK typically just down the street, but right now she is out and about for coming from doctor's appointments and she's going to get coffee when she gets home and she says good morning. And we say good morning morning. to you. Robin Woodard over at Fort Knox this morning in Kentucky. That's right. She's Uh, guarding all the gold, as Terry says, (laughs) drinking Cafe Bustello espresso with hazelnut creamer this morning. And she just wants to say that Miss Baylor did an amazing job singing yesterday. Thank you very much, Robin. Yeah, she did. And Terry loves Cafe Bustello. I do. And hazelnut creamer. That sounds like right up your alley. I haven't had any in a while and I don't know why, but somehow when we were on the road, I don't know if it's because we couldn't find certain coffees or whatever. And I, I found Cafe Bustello in the single packets, the instant packets. And I know how you feel about instant coffee, but it worked in a pinch and it really was, it was actually really good and affordable too. I think it was, you know, half the price of most Let me welcome Carolyn and then I'll tell you what I think about instant (laughs) coffee. Good morning, Carolyn Teal. Bless you. She's drinking peppermint mocha, which sounds fabulous and sort of gets me in a fall wintery mood. I love peppermint in that season. And a day like today, it seems like it's almost appropriate. Well, I don't know where where you all are at and what's going on in your world. Um, So far, I'm seeing Kentucky and uh, Carolyn, I'm not sure where you're from. Maybe you could jump in and let me know where you're tuning in from. Um, but I will tell you that we have like some thunderstorms coming in. And so it's kind of dark and ominous out. And yeah. so, yeah, it's not like a happy, sun, shiny spring and day. It's, it's actually cooler than normal as well. I, I got out to mow this morning because I didn't want to have to fight the jungle uh, after these next four or five days of straight of rain that we're supposed to get. And uh, I tell you what, the temperature out there was Well, amazing. that is not a complaint. 75 is what That's it is. Not a complaint because it was so hot this weekend it was uncomfortable yeah so i'm okay with the cool down but i want to tell you my thoughts about instant coffee was that i mean i know it exists for a reason but i did not appreciate it i still don't love it but when we went to israel all the coffee that pretty much all the coffee they offer there is instant but it was also really fresh instant coffee so it was really good if that's a thing it doesn't taste the same as ours here but let me tell you how much i loved it i loved it so much that i brought a bunch of packets home i've Mm. actually been hoarding them still which means they are no longer fresh because (laughs) we went in 2019 but whatever that's my thoughts good morning warren morning warren warren is in kingston 
Kingsville. Kings is it Kingsville or which Kingston, also, Missouri? Kingsville. Which is, which is oh, that's, that's where Carolyn's from. Yeah. <laughs> Are you all from the same town? That's really cool. So um, that's the Kansas City area, and well, that's home to us. So we love Casey. Uh, Rick is morning, drinking Pastor Rick. Pastor Rick drinking Coca Cola this morning. It was good and, to see you yesterday, buddy. Yeah, it was. It's always good to see you. And also, Robin says it's rainy and hazy and seventy-five-ish over at Fort Knox. All right. Well, there you go. We got the the general region, the weather report, <sighs> and oh, for the region. <laughs> now for traffic. <laughs> what was that? Robin Williams did in that movie where he was beating his chest. Well, the traffic on the sixty-four. You know, like he was in a helicopter. <laughs> He's like Good morning, Vietnam. Yeah, something like that. Long time ago. <laughs> Yep. Good morning. That's so I think funny. that's where that maybe comes from in my past history. I don't well, know. I mean, all we're doing really is just sharing our age now. <laughs> hey, what's in your cup this morning? Do you know what you're drinking? Uh, is, it, is it the same thing you're drinking? Yeah, buddy. I'm yeah. sure it was. It yeah. was the same part. Well, let's talk about that. But while I'm waiting to talk about that, let me just welcome you to the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. If you're just jumping on, we want to hear from you. Where are you tuning in from? What are you drinking? What's in your cup this morning? Let us know. We are drinking French Toast Bones Coffee Company this morning. So that's right. Bones Coffee, French Toast which is terry's choice and i love it and i found out robin robin loves it too Mm -hmm. the french toast is surprisingly yummy Mm -hmm. i love it i kind of think most of the bones flavors are fabulous though yeah Yeah, they really are and you guys know how you can get that yeah also um you did try that that um, sprinkle maple sugar that Robin got oh, you. And yes. the reason I know you tried it is because I smelled it the other morning. <laughs> I was like, well, what is that smell? It smells so good. I would give it four thumbs up because Baylor loved it too. Ah, okay. So I just knew you guys, I smelled it on the warm toast and butter is what I was smelling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. That's so good. That was really good. And Otis I had didn't even find. know there was such a thing. So that's really cool. No, I, and I didn't either. And I'm, uh, I'm sure it's like, like what she said, Robin, I think it's when they cook down the maple syrup, it's kind of the, the sugar that ah. caramelizes and, and comes into a powder or something. Or I'm not sure. However they do it, it's wonderful. <laughs> it's awesome. It's a mystery, but it's delicious. I know they don't have maple sugar trees, so, you know, it you has don't. to be cooked somehow. Maybe. Maybe <laughs> those exist where the money tree grows. That's it. And that's at Fort Knox. <laughs> With Robin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I remember the first time we drove by uh, Fort Knox when we were kind of new to the area, and we'd never really gone that far out, you know. And we're like, oh, look at this. So iconic. I mean, it is. Because all ever since yeah. I was a kid, that's all I ever heard about was all the gold at Fort Knox oh, yeah. and everything. And, you know, it, it is, it's really crazy to well, be this and, close to it. And while we're talking about fun things, because we're encouraging on your Monday morning, you know, there's a ton of conspiracy theories floating around out there about all different oh, kinds of things. Some of them are started. really fun. And mm-hmm. some of them <laughs> are like, there's actually no gold in Fort Knox. That's one of the conspiracy theories, you know. And I don't know. Uh, obviously, I don't know anything Robin about could that. probably tell us but she'd have to kill us i don't i don't i don't think she would tell or kill what do you think about that no i don't think so but I, that's probably a saying that's uh, common and familiar around there i can tell you but i'd have to kill but you. i'd have to kill you afterward yeah. well it's not really welcome, pc to say that anymore, right we're not killing anybody i think the no. word that this generation uses is unalive i would have to unalive you <laughs> really is that silly? Yeah. Is that trying silly. to get around the, the, the text sensors? Well, or I don't software, know if it's text AI? sensors or triggering. You know, people say trigger warning and all that stuff. And I'm um, no, we're just kidding. No one's going to unalive anybody. Just we're just yeah. we're just being funny. Yeah, we're being funny and it's not funny. So we yeah. will move on. Um, Robin so says good- they don't let her in. <laughs> 
<laughs> so she doesn't know. I bet. Good answer. That's that's safe, Robin. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Monday Morning Motivation. You're watching the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. And or maybe very, you're listening. Well, I was getting there. <laughs> and a very special shout out to our podcast listeners who yeah. choose to listen to our content. We love and appreciate you guys so much. There's so much content you can listen to. And however you came upon this one, we're so grateful that you spend time with us. So thank you very much. Also, a very special shout out to a couple different podcast listeners, the Shelbyville postal workers who listen as they sort the mail and then they deliver our mail. And we appreciate you here in the 40065 and our very special friend, Karen at Cake and Candy Supply here in Shelbyville, Kentucky. We love you, Karen. Hey, that's good. That's good. We need to check in with her and find out if she tuned in on Saturday because uh, we didn't let her know, but it was kind of a really cool thing. If you, you didn't totally see, let her know. Well, I, I told her we'd, we'd oh. like to talk about it, So, but I want to find out because um, we love sharing about businesses that we like and we find and we love and everybody else needs to know about. And then on Saturday morning show, if you didn't tune in, we uh, featured uh, a little spot on Cake and Candy Supply here in in. Uh, Shelbyville and shoot some pictures and some a little reel that uh, that they had made and it's just an absolute fabulous baker's dream and delight kind of place well also we had a special co-host that mm-hmm. co-hosted with terry for a little while and she did amazing yeah i'm biased but baylor did such a good job co-hosting mm-hmm and she I'm, did. And I'm She's like, a natural. Yeah, I could totally be out of a job with that kid around. She's really good at that. Or I could, and y'all could just, you know, well, tear it up like you either do. Either way, the kid did a great job. Super proud of her. And Robin mentioned that she sang yesterday. Yes, she leads worship very occasionally. I, I think I'm. I think I would like to see that increase. I mm-hmm. think I would like to see her improve and do more worship leading. Yeah. She, she does a really great job. Yeah, yeah, she really does. So that's us bragging on our kid. How about yours? What's going on in your world today? We'd love to hear what your week entails. We'd love to hear what's going on with you all. And as usual, we're here to encourage you and pray for you. So please let us know if we have any prayer requests that we can pray for you. Um, It's been a humdinger of a weekend for us. I feel like we're just kind of rolling out of the very busy weekend we had and into a wonderful week. And I'm absolutely loving life. Absolutely. I have a hat that I've had for like 20 years no kidding and it has a little emblem on it that says life is good life is good used to be it's a like a company out of cabela's i don't remember the name of the clothing company and it says life is good and that was their motto and it's my pink hat that says life is good and i'm feeling that right now i'm thinking life it's not perfect there's some things that could be improving but it's so good yeah to be a believer who serves the lord and honor and just gets to honor um his life and his word by representing him to the world for sure for so sure. i'm feeling pretty happy about that today so we had a great weekend um maybe you guys did too you can also post about that in the comments not just your week ahead but what you did that was special this last weekend um we had it on good authority from jeff and mary Kay that they checked out a uh, new restaurant that's in the simpsonville uh shopping uh, the bluegrass shops there at the mall 
And uh, now we got to go try it. It's Asian and uh, sushi and look really good. The pictures that they sent us was amazing. And so we also went over to Lexington on Saturday. And that's why Saturday's show was pre-recorded. But you're still, if you didn't see it, go watch it because you're going to enjoy it, I'm pretty sure. Uh, we went to Jed, our grandson's very first birthday. He's one. And it was an awesome time. It was I mean, so that fun. kid, he is just, uh, just a happy loved. boy. Yeah, for there sure. Was, there for was, sure. It was a great time. You tell about it for a second. And oh, I'm bring I'd love a picture to. Up. So, you know, the cool thing about Jed Parker is that um, he has this far reach for a little guy. And his mom's family, um, our daughter-in-law, Taylor Beth, um, come up from Somerset. And we love them. They're not just our daughter-in-law's family. They're our family, too. We absolutely love them. So we always enjoy spending time with them. And they represented well. A good number of them came. And then all course all the rights and taylor and colin and the girls and then all of lafayette church of the nazarene showed because they that's where brett pastors and so um brett and taylor are associate pastors at lafayette oh is that the picture you're gonna show this is one of them yeah i love this one so this is our jed parker he is a one year old mr right himself he is one happy dude. His mom and dad put on a fabulous birthday party. It was beautiful. The decorations were fun and fabulous. The food was fun and fabulous. Pops got to man the grill. So you grilled up burgers and dogs for all of us. Right. And uh, yeah, show that picture. Yes. That's really that. That's really the humdinger of a picture. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> He's eating his cake. Yep. He had his very own cake. Well, they call it a smash cake because they get to yep. smash it. He into had his it. smash cake and he really enjoyed that and um just a great day um my word how we enjoyed ourselves. i love this look on his the, face here am i doing it right dad i love am that. i doing it right yeah he has jed has such a special relationship with his mom and dad they they really are a very close family and uh, we just enjoy watching him grow and change and uh yeah. what a wonderful day it was <laughs> it was really yeah. special yeah, yeah, it was. And uh, everybody that was there, like you said, to support. I mean, it was just amazing. Uh, everybody's family. I mean, extended family beyond. Yep. It's just yep. church family. Nazarene family, church family, family, family. Folks from River City came over. So, yep. and, it was and wonderful. It was also, Rick is saying we, ha we were truly blessed. Great service yesterday. It was a good service. The Lord was so near, so present, so thankful for him. Um, I had just a little bit of a struggle yesterday morning, and the Lord was so faithful to not only help um, me overcome, but more than a conqueror, right? More than an overcomer. Mm -hmm. And the Lord was so faithful in worship and the word and just our time together. We had a fabulous grocery giveaway yesterday. Let me just share a little bit. Is that okay? Yeah. yeah. Um, we did our normal third Sunday of the month grocery giveaway to our community. And the last couple months, we have had a partnership with um, one of the Hispanic churches in our town Louisville and Pastor Teo again and Job his brother and the girls Samantha and Gabby were there and also they brought a couple of pastors from Colombia and um, there they are there's the picture of Terry with our Hispanic contingency and you guys not only did we give away food but we gave away probably I would guess 70 to 75 Spanish Bibles yesterday yes, yes. every person that was asked if they wanted a Bible said yes everyone was asked no one said no thank so cool. you everyone wanted the word of God and so they got groceries and the word of God 
My heart was so full. I'm almost weeping now just thinking about the faithfulness of God to get his word out there and to let people know that he is such a savior. Check that out. Oh, you have some video. Yeah. Wow. You see everybody. There's yeah. a Bible that's going There's out the across Bibles the street. Go- yep. Mm-hmm. They John come, Jersey. they drive up, they walk up. Yeah, it was it was so amazing watching everybody just come in and work and, yep. and just serve. Yeah, and not even really have to go. Nobody had to be trained on what do we need to do or anything. It was just everybody just they love. Yeah, it's so cool. Yeah, amen, that, amen. You know? That's amazing. We got to I got to pray with all. You can see me in the pink there praying. Mm. I got to pray with so many people yesterday. And here's something really cool. Um, so because a large portion of our community is, we have a very diverse community around our church. It's our kingdom territory. And so Spanish is a prevalent language, um, not not just English, also Mandarin Chinese and Korean. We have a very broad spectrum. And um, our Colombian pastor, Ernesto, Pastor Ernesto. 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 He said, um, you know, they've been there speaking Spanish, speaking Spanish. And he's in, he's reached in the head of a, of a car and he says... Pastor Melissa, English, please. English, please. And so I was like, <laughs> it's usually yay. Us. It's usually us the other way around. I need somebody who speaks Spanish. You it know? was it was awesome. And so it was such a is such a great day to to meet and reach the community and love them, love them, love them in Jesus' name. Yeah. Um, we've been doing this for over three years now. We started in April, April 5th of 2020. And so we have now been actively out in our community every single month month or more um, meeting the needs of the hungry Um, I don't know if you know that um, it's called being food poor or food poverty and there's food insecurity and it's not just in our city and in our community it is rampant as inflation is just hit this rise and we're seeing such an increase in grocery uh, costs it really affects people who are living on fixed income and so we have people that come every single month and have have said literally we would not know what we would do if it wasn't for your help mm-hmm. um, and so it's that has nothing to do with us it has everything to do with God who had us start in a moment when he knew we needed to build trust with the community and also to continue to meet that need in the days to come um, and it has uh, I had a man yesterday this just I want to let you know his name was Ron and Ron said, someone has sent me here. It's the first time he's ever come. Someone has sent me here and they said, you give away peanut butter. And I said, we give groceries away every month, the third Sunday of the month. And he said, "Um, is there peanut butter in this bag? And I said, there's peanut butter and jelly and hot dogs and hot dog buns and spaghetti. And I, I named him all the things that were in there. And he said, praise the Lord. Um, peanut butter and jelly is my love language and he said I'm a retired man on a fixed income and I'm struggling and he said when I heard that you give away peanut butter I knew I had to come do you know that something as simple as a $1.29 jar of peanut butter can change someone's life (laughs) when it's given in Jesus name yeah God uses anything and everything to reach people for his kingdom. And I don't have any problem saying if he uses peanut butter, buddy, we'll, we'll stock up, right? right? Whatever it takes 
for him to feel for these folks that are in need to feel the love of Christ. Yeah, it is. It's so amazing to see too the uh, response of the people who, when they do come in and they see that we're giving away, you know, staples of everyday staples of life. I mean, just soup and crackers and things like that. Well, fresh that, bread that and we meat. Don't, that we, we don't yeah. think about stocking up on. And when we run out, we're like, well, I'll wait till next time. And then it shows up, you know, because the Lord provides. Yeah, it was a, it was a very good day. Um, we gave away 103 bags, full bags of groceries in 24 minutes. Mm-hmm. 24 Praise minutes. Praise the Lord. It was, the need is great and the yeah. Lord's provision is good. Yeah. And you guys are really quiet this morning. So <laughs> jump in there with your comments and whatever it is that you would like to say. We would love to know what's going on in your life this That's morning. Right. That's also right. in your week. Yeah. It's, uh, it's we've talked about this. Um, we're counting down to camp. And that's next week. And you guys, after camp, we are literally looking at back to school stuff. Can you believe that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can. When Baylor and I were at the store the other day, they had the back to school section uh, set up and really starting to get it ready to rock and roll. So, yeah, it's that time of year. Well, and you know, um, and we've talked about this the last couple shows, but I'm sure we'll continue to talk about it up through the event. And then after I'm getting all my emails on pre-sales for um, the Kentucky Fair tickets. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, looking forward to that as the harvest and everything is sort of uh, wrapping, uh, uh, coming to a close in that time in August. Really looking forward to that. Yeah. yeah. Hey, there's Larry this morning. Good morning, buddy. Good morning, Larry. What's in your cup? That fancy coffee machine you guys got there. From Colwich, Kansas. (laughs) MK's back home and she's having Starbucks decaf Pike Place coffee with half and half. That's good. Sounds great, MK. You know, we didn't do one of these little pictures, but I don't think we have to because we struggle so badly with it sometimes. Let's try it. I bet we can do it first Are you time. kidding? Right right there? No. You got to put your Baxter's thing poking out so it well, you're, shows. I can't. Your handle's in the way. Just just put them handle to handle. Let's, let's interlock handles. <laughs> hey, baby. <laughs> Are you ready? You're nuts. Uh, three, two, one. That's, That's crazy. Might as well have fun with it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, oh. I was going to say something before you were went to that. And, uh, uh, oh, about Mary Kay. MK. Are you kidding me? She brought cake yesterday. It was called <laughs> I, Are You Kidding Me Cake? And it was Are You Kidding Me Good is well, what it was. I, it was funny because I didn't, I didn't understand that that's what the name of the cake was. And I said, she said, I said, Mary Kay, Melissa said you brought some cake. And, and she, I said, what kind of cake did you bring? And she said, are you kidding me? And I was like, did I offend you? You know, and, but the way she looked, then she laughed after. She goes, no, that's the name of the cake. And MK, I'm like, oh, it, it so was funny. good. Okay, so I'm going to tell you MK's recipe for Are You Kidding Me Cake. It's three things. It's eggs, uh, cake mix, and then pie filling mix. So just three, really three ingredients that you have to have on hand to make this. And she chose uh, cherry pie filling. Um, it, and she did that for me because I love cherries. The cake came out pink, which is another huge bonus because pink's my right. favorite color. <laughs> Jeff also loves cherries, but it was good. It was, are you kidding me? Good. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. Oh. And yeah. Larry said he drank a rock star on the way to work this morning and he learned last week no coffee on the same day that he drinks a rock star. <laughs> you know, that's probably wisdom right there, Larry. Yeah. That's probably wisdom. Yeah, you drink a rock star and a cup of coffee and you'll be jumping over Pinto's. <laughs> And I'm not talking about beans. <laughs> a little throwback there. I don't even there. know if people know.
know what that is anymore. It was a car that Ford well, made for a while that uh, kind of had a problem with the gas tank being too close to the back bumper. And, you know, they decided it wasn't safe anymore to make them. It's, well, it's also kind of iconic. It's a very small, kind of an ugly little car. It's not very It's not very uh, rock star like a, a muscle man car, right? I tell you what, we had one. Uh, it was a oh, 1980. No, <laughs> it was a 1980 Ford Pinto and it had a sunroof in it. Wow. Fancy, right? I know. And uh, we we got it so that we could deliver on the paper route, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, that was one of the things because we would throw, you know, the papers out the oh, window. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. I think there's a photo in here. You guys know, you up. guys remember Ford Pintos? And they came in great colors like olive green. Mm. <laughs> yeah. 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 MK said that she's so glad that PB&J, we got that MK and Jeff usually buy the peanut butter and jelly every month for the food giveaway. And she said, I thought getting PB&J was maybe not really something not many would like. I'm so glad someone really liked it. Now, see, MK, I believe it's one of the most important staples we give away because we give away PB&J and fresh bread um, every month. Then, you know, automatically some people have a meal. So I think it's an important staple. And so I'm grateful. I'm grateful for that. You, Your PB&J ministry is thriving. Yeah. Larry says, wasn't that a yellow Pinto, Terry? It was orange. Oh. It was orange as orange Do you have be. a picture of that? I'm looking for it oh, while you're talking. Oh, my stars. And, and I, so I have, to, because, I have to vamp, mm, well, which is no problem well, for me. Well, you know... <laughs> It's uh, it's actually in a, in another picture that I'm trying to find, and I just saw it like two or three days ago, and so that's what's well, funny about my, this. Well, I know that back in the day, okay, we're talking 70s and early 80s, you guys, cars and the colors were a little bit different, and we apparently enjoyed, you know, avocado green, olive green, brown shades of mm. dark orange, burnt sienna. It's crazy. Right, it? and, I, and it, it, even our appliances were that color in our home and the carpet and the flooring and cars and it was like wow yeah. really good color choices America. yeah it was that kind of that orange color that you know was bright orange well because and because it was an odd shape and it was kind of an ugly little thing and then you always uh, you attribute it an ugly color to it it was like wow those it's amazing that they kept them and sold them yeah. as long as they well, did i know and and uh, uh what was the guy's name uh man if david ramsey was on here he'd probably have the uh, name right away that that was uh Mike- all about Mike Meyer and Dana no, Carvey. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about Wayne's World. The, they were the, driving the, a Pinto. A, it was a. I think it was a, a Gremlin. Oh, that they had sorry. Or something it was like a, that. very similar. Similar, yeah, like a fishbowl on wheels. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, there was a guy who was in uh, the legislature who was the guy who would say, you know what, that's not safe, and he would basically protest and get it through legislation. He was one of the guys in the 70s that um, determined that the the Pinto was not safe. A pacer. Oh, they had an AMC pacer. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's Nana Ann. Oh, there's Jetty's precious grandparents. And there is Jetty's great nanny, Nana Ann. And Ann, we had a good time with you. We had a great time actually with the whole family. It was really a beautiful, beautiful birthday party. Yeah, it was. Pacer, Gremlin, Pinto, you guys know it. You guys get it. You guys understand <laughs> where we're coming from this morning. Yeah, I'll have to find that picture for another time uh, because I'm, I'm sure. I know I looked at it. 
and I saw it. And I, well, I should have made a note of it or something. But I have so many different uh, file places where these things could be. And search just doesn't quite find it that way. So anyway, so you've tuned into The Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. Our website is thegoodmorningshow.tv. And our previous episode was episode number 133, Saturday morning. It was, um, we called it Gummies, Cuppies, and Birthday Party Fun. So you'll want to go check that out. There's lots of cool stuff in there. <laughs> Melissa showed us how she makes her peanut butter-filled chocolate, chocoholic heaven cupcakes. They're I gourmet. Just, I don't have a great name for that flavor. That flavor came after my naming uh, creativity was all used up. So I just call that chocolate <laughs> peanut butter. Yeah, they're great. They're great. <clears throat> Well, let's take a couple of minutes here, and, and we had a segment last Thursday night uh, about the origins of words, and it was kind of funny because um, whenever we did it, oh, that's the news you can use sounder, sorry, it's this one here. Oh, do you have uh, news you can use mm-hmm. this morning? Yeah, I don't. Oh. I was going to, but I went out and mowed the yard instead, so <laughs> uh, I figured it was probably more- Priorities. Uh, yeah, you got to have your priorities, right? So- um, so let's talk a minute about some words that we're familiar with that uh, we were like, I didn't know that's where that came from. Like this first one, maybe you on Monday morning, like us, can attribute to this word groggy. Anybody feeling groggy today? Maybe not after a rock star and a cup of coffee would you feel groggy, <laughs> but it has a really interesting origin. Uh, it's an adjective which means weak and unable to move well or think clearly because you're, you're ill or just very tired. And uh, it started in the 18th century. And it has to do with a sailboat captain. All right? I'm Get listening. this. Admiral Vernon was a distinguished captain, and his sailors gave him the nickname Old Grog because of his signature cloak made from a material called grogram, which is an extremely sturdy mix of silk and wool. And sometime in 1740, uh, Vernon wanted to save money and said that his sailors have to drink their rum diluted with water. Okay, they got to dilute it down a little bit. And so this mean drink was called grog after the dear admiral and the terrible hangovers the sailors experienced after they drank it was described as groggy. Ew. Yeah. So, you know, that Highland grog, it's because it's based on a, on a rum type uh, flavor. Well, thing. there is no liquor in my Highland grog no, coffee. No, and I, I promise you, I don't have a hangover. In fact, it cures hangovers. I'm certain of yeah, it. Yeah, there you go. The second word, everybody is familiar with this and maybe you love it. Maybe you don't. How about ketchup, right? It's that thick, uh, cold red sauce made from tomatoes that you put on food, and some people put it on everything. Uh, It's a popular condiment and probably sits in your fridge right now, but you know where it originated from? I don't know. Well, this American staple food started its journey in 17th century China. Really? At first, yeah, the word, or a similar word, ki chiap, ki chiap were used to refer to a sauce made of pickled fish and spices. Mm. And by the 18th century, the sauce became popular in Singapore and Malaysia, where it first uh, was appreciated by British explorers. But it wasn't until the 19th century that this familiar tomato variation of the sauce was invented in America. And at first, consumers, they they didn't want to buy it because people used to think that tomatoes were poisonous. So they rebranded it and called it ketchup. Mm. And it clearly worked. There's over 650 million bottles of the popular sauce are sold in stores every year. And we can hardly imagine French fries without it. Well, I absolutely love tomatoes. You know I have a tomato uh, maybe addiction. Um, But I'm not a fan at all of ketchup. In fact, I do not eat ketchup. Um, I have a child that believes it is a food group and one that you should partake of regularly on every single thing. She loves it. No names, Taylor. But here's the thing. (laughs) I don't particularly care for ketchup. I like salsa okay. 
um, and I love tomatoes, but I'm I'm not a fan of ketchup. But you know, it's interesting to me that people thought tomatoes were poisonous. That's weird. Well, and you know, and, and that comes from I think that the like the potato plant. You remember how we talked about those little night, green yeah. the the night it was a nightshade variety. Nightshade, so maybe they yep. thought that that fruit was like that other that they said don't eat. They are related, so that's that's not mm-hmm. a far fetched idea. Interesting. Yeah, we'll interesting. do one more and maybe catch up on a couple. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't try to make a pun there, but uh, I will uh, I will do one more and then we'll we'll do a couple more towards the end of the show. How about that? All right. Um, uh, so this third one is a fun one here. It's the word robot. Right? It's a noun. It's a machine capable of carrying out a complex series of actions automatically, especially one that's programmed by a computer. But one of the rare English words with Slavic origins, the word robot actually comes from a Czechoslovakian word meaning physical labor or robota. And in Czech, the word, C-Z-E-C-H, in Czechoslovakian, the word can also refer to forced labor. Uh, But how did it get into English? Well, I'm glad you asked. It's a slightly interesting story. I'd love to hear it. The word was single-handedly coined by Czechoslovakian science fiction writer and painter Joseph Čapek in a 1920 play about automatons that set in a robot factory. Hmm. The first mention in science fiction of robots in 1920 in a play. Interesting. And so, yeah, and thank you. Now we have Wally. Yeah, well, it's, I'm Wally. not surprised that you chose that picture. No, I, it's just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Wally's uh, one of my favorites. That's but, funny. Uh, yeah, so some of those fun origins of words, things that we don't uh, think about, where did that come from? Mary Kay says that Jeff's not a fan of ketchup, mm-hmm. and uh, that you and uh, Jeff seem to have so many food things in common. We like cinnamon, we love cinnamon, we like cherries, we don't like ketchup, it's true. It's true. <laughs> Also, Warren yeah. Kaufman's first car was a Gremlin. Oh, Isn't that interesting? There you go. You guys, what I, color was it, Warren? We got to know what color the Gremlin that, was. That's cool. They came in like lime green, you know, and orange and brown and silver, I think. Uh, never really saw like the white Gremlins. Maybe maybe you had one. I'm Red sure. or black. You didn't mm, yeah, see Yeah, not the common colors. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. Maybe they did well, that on purpose. I think it was just the, the, the you know the normal of the time the fashion of the yeah, day if you will yeah 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 that's good how crazy mm-hmm. that's fun you mm-hmm. guys that's yep. fun all right so how about a little uh, a little word for our day do you have uh, yeah, something for sure, us here sure sure this okay. is just a little part of what i shared yesterday i i think um so rick doesn't like tomatoes but he likes ketchup well, see, that's see, like, yeah, that's like some our people are like that. Taylor, she doesn't care for tomatoes. Baylor doesn't care for tomatoes, but yeah. they love ketchup. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. They have the same base. So, um, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of looking in Joshua chapter one. I just want to talk about a couple verses this morning. I'm just going to read the word of the Lord. Um, Joshua chapter one, I'm going to read five through eight. This is what the word of the Lord says. No man will be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Just as I have been with Moses, I will be with you. I will not fail you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous. For you shall give this people possession of the land, which I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous. Be careful to do according to all the law, which Moses, my servant, commanded you. And do not turn from it to the right or to the left, so that you may have success wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have success. So this 
scripture um, is the Lord speaking to Joshua. And just, I want you to know that he's speaking to Joshua to speak to his chosen people, the nation of Israel, before that they take possession of the promised land. And the Lord proves that he keeps his word. But it's also, remember, we believers are grafted in to this chosen people. Okay, so this word isn't just for Joshua and Israel. It is for us today. Jesus in uh, Hebrews 13 and 8 says, uh, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, forever. We need to know that we serve a God that is unchanging and steadfast. And so the word that he speaks to Joshua here, well, he says, um, no man will stand before you. What, what he's saying is, listen, when you obey what I've called you to do, no one can stop you. No man can close the door that God himself opens. When the Lord has a plan and a purpose and he is He is determined for it to come about within a person who's obedient, no one can come against that plan and purpose. It will prevail. And he's also saying, I won't fail you. I won't forsake you. I won't leave you. I won't lie to you. I, won't, I will not in any way be unfaithful to you. God is so faithful. And he's not, he's not like humans. You see, we have, we have the fall of man, the curse that has uh, uh, been, you know, infiltrated into our life generation after generation. But God is, he does not have that flaw. And so he's perfect and he absolutely will keep his word. He just isn't capable of failing. It's part of his nature, his nature of holiness and righteousness. It's, it's a fail safe. He can't lie. It's amazing to serve a God that absolutely won't let you down. What's interesting is we begin to see the definition of God's success in this first chapter of Joshua in verses seven and eight. And I want to just ask you this morning, um, I want you to think about your definition of success. Okay. You're living your life. Some of you may be toward the beginning of your life. Some of you right in the middle, some of you in the end. Let me ask you something. What do you define as success? What are you working toward to bring success to your life? Do you, are you working the Dave Ramsey steps for wealth? Do you think that money is success? Do you think that power having power and control is success? Do you think that having fame or influence over large numbers of people, is that success? What do you define as success? Those are definitions of the world's success. What about um, the church? They, we, 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 um, Rec record our numbers. We record our, our offerings, our income, we pay our budgets. Um, you know, we, we keep numbers and track of how many people are attending. We keep track of how many people are getting saved. We keep track of how many people are getting baptized. Let me ask you, what is the church definition of success? What do you think it is? I'm asking you, I want you to ascertain in your mind what you believe success is. And then I want you to equate it with the Lord's definition of success. Here it is. Are you ready? The Lord's definition of success is to keep his word and obey him and you will have success to obey his word, 
to hear his voice, to read and know his word as truth, not as a science fiction story, not as an analogy, not as something that seems good. This is the unadulterated, unequivocal truth of the living God, his word, the Holy Bible. Is it your truth? And do you keep it? Because if you do, what you're saying is, I love you, Lord, because he says, if you love me, you'll obey my commands. And he's saying, if you want to be successful in the kingdom, in your life, you keep my word. Obedience is success. Sometimes, follow with me, sometimes obedience to God is counterculture of the world's definition of success. Sometimes you will be an, you will be, um, not only maybe impoverished and living a simple life where you give up all those things. Um, sometimes it means you'll be hidden and people won't know your name. Sometimes it means that not only will you not influence people in, in thousands and millions, and sometimes you won't have any control or power, but everything that you do will point to his power, his control, his treasure, his fame. Come on, everything that we do ought to point to everyone adoring him, not us. That's counterculture. That's not success in the ways of the world. And sometimes it's not success in the ways of the church. But can I tell you, it doesn't matter how much money comes in the offering. It doesn't matter how many people are sitting in the seats. If we are being obedient to the call and the vision that God has on our life, we are being successful. Sometimes amazing fruit if we will be obedient long enough, we'll see fruit. But sometimes we don't always see all that fruit. But if we're obedient, that is success. We have to know that in our private life, we are called to live out the plan and purpose the Lord has for us. And sometimes that is counterculture. And the reason that is, is because we're called to be a peculiar people the prince of this world, his name is Satan. The king of this realm, of this earth, is Satan. Man gave up authority, human gave up authority to Satan. And so his control and definition of success in this world will always be counterculture of what the kingdom of God's success is. And if the kingdom of God's success in his word says that obedience is the key to success, it will always be counterculture of what the world and the enemy is saying. Don't be afraid to be different. Don't be afraid to be peculiar. Don't be afraid to sell your house and all your possessions and give everything away and go on the road for 10 and a half years and proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. Because when you do that, no matter what kind of fruit, no matter what comes from that, you will be successful in the eyes of the Lord. And remember, it's our goal to please him. It's our agenda to please him. It's our ambition to please him, not to raise up ourselves, not to be a success in our eyes or the eyes of the world or the eyes of the church. And, and can I tell you this kind of humbling, this kind of submission, this kind of yielding to God, it's not easy. And so whoever tells you that praying one prayer and becoming a Christian and going back to your life is a super easy endeavor, that's not relationship. That's not Christianity. Sometimes we actually have to sacrifice a lot of things we think we might want and lay those things down and let him remake our dreams, let him remake our goals. And then we live by his definition of success. Why am I telling you this? Is this a Debbie Downer? No, this will bring you more happiness and contentment than anything else you could ever put your hand to. 
How many people do you know right now are striving to reach the goals of the world? But counterculture to that, Jesus says, hey, cease striving and know that I am God. Rest in me. Have peace in me. You don't have to work something up. Come on, living for the Lord, is, it, although it might not be easy and although it is counterculture, can I tell you there is no peace and rest. There is no purpose and joy that you can ever have outside of this relationship and being obedient because you love him, not because we have to, but because we want to. That is the definition of success. Can we pray into this today? Lord Jesus, how I thank you so much that you define success so different than the enemy, the world, and even sometimes the church. But Lord, we don't, we don't want to buy in to striving to reach some goal that the world set for us. We want to attain success in your eyes. Lord, we want to be obedient. We want to know your word and be obedient to you. We want to hear your voice and be obedient to what you're asking. Lord, we want to be those that live and do your truth. We don't want to just be hearers of your word. We want to be doers of your word. And we know that that's success. Sometimes obedience needs to be radical. And sometimes it's hard to persevere in that obedience and we need to be tenacious to hold on to those things. And so, Father, today I'm praying that we would have those attributes, that we would have the steadfastness of Christ, that we would be following you, our example, that we would be people of integrity, people that keep our word and people that long to be submitted and yielded unto you, obedient in every way, that we would be successful in your eyes and your kingdom. We pray these things today in Jesus' name. Amen. There's your word for the day. Amen. Obedience, that's the key for sure. Pastor Rick says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. That's right. That's Mm. right. And Warren said fast car. I don't know if he meant the pacer was or gremlin was a fast car or if he meant that sometimes people see that as success. Yeah. Money, power. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know if he's talking his his yellow gremlin. I don't know that that was a fast car, but (laughs) maybe maybe at the time, you know. So, yeah, I think you're talking about fast cars, nice houses, all the things that we associate with. You got it. You know, um, I remember I think it was Dave Ramsey, the the uh, financial uh, guru that said, uh, you know, um, money can be used in, in both ways, but a lot of times it's it's used to go into debt to buy things that we don't need to impress people who don't even like us. Oh, well, that's, you know? that's a heavy statement. That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think he also says it's a tool. We need to remember that. Money yeah. is a tool. We don't fall in love with trying to accumulate screwdrivers, right? It's a tool to get a <laughs> job right. done. That's and true. And money is a tool to get a job done. And the Lord is faithful to use that for his kingdom when we don't fall in love with it. We don't yeah. want to fall in love with the idea of acquiring money. No, we we sure. want to we want to live within his provision and trust. He's, he's going to meet our needs. Um, and he's going to accomplish his purpose, but sometimes he uses that tool. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. For sure. He does. Oh, there you go. Hey, that's a good word. Hey, hey, good word. Well, in case you're just tuning in, this is The Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. Our website is thegoodmorningshow.tv, where you can find all the previous episodes and this one. Um, and uh, you can watch the videos on the video page or read all about it on the blog section. Look at photos and different things that we include in each episode's show notes. You can also find links to all of our social media pages and uh, places where you can listen to the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the different things. And that's all at our website, thegoodmorningshow.tv. And guess what? 
Tell me. I do have some news you can use. I love this segment. Yeah, I, I realized that I did have some that I was thinking about. Well, that, let uh, me do your intro here. Uh, it's uh, news you can use today with our news anchor over at the news desk, Terry <laughs> Wright. Take it away, Terry. So we've been talking about the uh, the Harvest Crusades that happened a couple of weeks ago in Southern California. That uh, Harvest Church there, Greg, Pastor Greg Laurie, uh, is well known on the radio and TV and podcasts around the world. Uh, and that over 7,000 people accepted Christ during that harvest. We also know that out of that harvest came the baptism of over 4,500 people in a place called Pirate's Cove that is uh, synonymous with the beginning of the Jesus People movement in the 60s and 70s. But how about this for a continuation of what's happening? We're hearing more and more stories out of what has come from this uh, biblical proportion, uh, this, uh, you know, baptisms of biblical proportions from the Harvest Crusades. An 85-year-old man surrendered his life to Christ for the first time for the first time during this mass baptism event hosted by Pastor Greg Laurie at California's historic Pirate's Cove. And the special event, get this, inspired by the recent hit film, Jesus Revolution, occurred on Saturday, this last Saturday, a week ago Saturday. And the movie released in February highlights the origin of the 70s Jesus movement revival in case you're not familiar with it. But in a recent interview, uh, Harvest Christian Fellowship Pastor Greg Laurie shared that this 85 year old man was among those baptized. He says at one point, the line really got slowed down because an older couple, the gentleman who was around 85 years old, was taking longer to get down the stairs. But when we met him, his story was so amazing because we he, the 85-year-old man, watched the movie at 85 years old and accepted Jesus into his life. Praise God. Praise they're, God. they're saying that it's never too late Amen. to receive Jesus and his gift of salvation and love. Yeah. And this man's family said that we never, ever thought he would come to Christ. <laughs> You have somebody you, like Jesus. that in your family. Thank you, Jesus. That, that you just think they're just they're just. Why can't they get it? Why yeah. don't they understand? Yeah. Maybe you need to share this movie with them. Maybe it'll help with that. Wow. I don't know. Um, but he, this man, accepted Jesus after he saw the film. Thank and you, um, so, so Greg Laurie is saying, never give up on people. We're, we're echoing that as well. Yes. Never stop praying for people. Yes. Never stop living a life in front of people yes. that you're unashamed loving, of the gospel. Loving, yes. And loving them at the same time. Amen. Um, there were uh, nearly 20,000 people that attended the baptism event. Thank you, crazy? Jesus. This is this is amazing news you can use. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for sharing about this again. I know we've talked about it yeah. several episodes, but I think it's worthy of, uh, we should really be in awe of Jesus' work. And we need to be praising the Lord. If we don't thank the Lord and praise him, the very rocks will cry yes. out. I'm not interested in hearing what their voices sound like. No, no. I thank you, Jesus. I praise you, Jesus, for these incredible salvations, Lord. I pray that each one of them commit their life, not just a day, not just a year, but a life. And that in a year or two or 10, when we talk to them, that they're still serving you with that kind of commitment. I pray they just will not back down or press that they will not stop pressing in. Lord, I pray that these uh, public baptism confessions, God, uh, I pray that they too would just continue to walk and grow in maturity toward Christ's likeness. Mm -hmm. Thank you, God, that you're expanding. Lord, you're expanding the kingdom of God through these kind of movements. Thank you for using whatever means necessary, whether it's a movement, a podcast, a live stream, a church service, a pastor, a grocery giveaway, music. I don't care how you use it, Lord. Thank you for using whatever you use to save your people. 
I praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. An interesting part, a side note to this story that relates to us talking about those people that we know in our own lives, about not giving up. It's the perseverance factor that comes through with this because they said there was a line of people a half mile long to get into the cove because they only have one staircase that leads down the rocks to the beach. Mm. So they have to take people down, baptize them, send them back up wow. and have more people come down. And so it's logistically, it was really challenging, but we need to take Take those challenging things and say, you know what? It's worth it. It is. It is, it is so worth it. it. Yeah. Good wow. morning, Bobby team. Hey, look who's in the house. Anne, Anne from Topeka. Good morning, yes. Anne. And uh, uh, Larry says Jesus Revolution is a great show. And mm-hmm. Bobby and Doris, Bobby and Doris from Co- Col- Campbellsville. Campbellsville. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why do I always want to say He said drinking Cafe Cubano. Ooh, that sounds good. That sounds exotic. It's great to see you, Bobby and Doris. We love you guys. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) We so love you. Wow. This is so good. Thank you for the news you can use. I always appreciate this positive, um, encouraging news, uh, that the current news that are happening in the world today that's glorifying God. And believers, it is our job to spread the good news of Jesus. Yeah, yeah, it is. And well, you know, I, there was another um, portion of the news that I was thinking about that is relevant to this time. It's not necessarily good news, but it is a, it's something that should call us into action because they're in the middle of filming season four right now of The Chosen. Yeah. We know how that's been touching lives. Oh, and, and wow. Yes. They had to halt the filming after Friday because members of the Actors Union voted to strike. So there's an actor's strike and the writer's strike that's already been going on. Uh, this combination of things is putting people that are normally on these projects and we're finding out that it's affecting also Mm. faith-based projects too however they are being they are persevering because they said they filmed as much as they could on friday with what they had and then dallas jenkins the creator and director of the bible-based series said on facebook that the strike will impact the, the filming however despite the requested work we did on our end an exemption for us will not be granted in time to avoid a shutdown but they're still hoping and believing that that could still come through Wow! Because they're not—they're not members of the uh, writers, uh, the Writers Guild of America. He said they're not members. The chosen uh, writers are not members of that. So he's hoping and believing that the strike may go on for a while and have some impact on filming. But they've got enough filmed from season four in the can already that they still feel like they'll be able to release at least the first four or five episodes. Praise the Lord! And in the meantime, hopefully things can get back on track. So there's a prayer request for you. So we just pray the Lord that. Uh, you would do what you needed to be done in order to keep this media, this information, this story mm-hmm. that The Chosen brings to life for so many and is changing lives would be able to continue with production, mm-hmm. that they would be given this special um, uh the uh, exemption. Yeah, exemption to say, you know what, it, it matters. So you go ahead and, and Lord, you can just open those doors. So we pray yeah. for open doors and opportunities in all of that, because yeah. we're not only seeing lives change Jesus by people who are watching it, but also people who are acting in it Amen. as we've reported on before too. So we thank you for that in advance. And uh, Lord, we praise you in Jesus name. Amen. And Lord, I just want to lift up Warren right now. You've given him dreams and visions, God, that you're opening his eyes. I pray Lord Jesus, that the spirit eyes would be open, that he would understand that he would have wisdom. Lord, I pray that you would show him a deeper level of revelation. I believe that's what these dreams uh, uh, mean, that he will understand and know you deeper. Um, Lord, I thank you for this revelation, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding that you're giving Warren, and I'm agreeing into it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Yes. 
Larry says he and his wife are chosen fanatics. Yeah, it's it's really good. We've got some catching up to do to watch uh, the, the rest do. of what's about, um, been made out there. It's so. true. But that may be a fall or winter endeavor for us when we tend yeah. to watch a little more TV or movies. Yeah. We don't watch a lot typically. Yeah, absolutely. We sat down maybe yesterday, late afternoon, early evening to watch something and completely fell asleep for two hours so that's I, well we were going to start something and i said do you really want me to start this because i think we're I was, just probably and i was fall already asleep almost asleep and three hours later after that, <sighs> oh, is that, that really does three hours count I, as a nap or what I, is I don't that? know that i don't know but i i'm not sure it helped <laughs> <laughs> it was rough yeah wow. hey welcome to the good morning show with terry and melissa wright do you know how much we love you? And we don't even have to know you personally to love you. We absolutely mean that. We truly, genuinely love you. And that is because Jesus Christ loves you so much. He gave his whole life for you. And he loves us. And since we've received that kind of love, we can't help but give it to you. So that's why we really love you. We appreciate you. We want you to be encouraged today. Whatever you are going through, can I tell you, it can be overcome in Jesus Christ. He is the answer. Are you having a struggle? Jesus is the answer. Are you having a, a problem with addiction? Jesus is the answer. Are you having a health issue? Jesus is the answer. Are you struggling financially? He's your provider. There is not one problem that he can't be your answer to. And I mean, it's the truth. So. Makes let, me want to go listen to that Andre Crotch song. Oh. Andre Crouch. For Jesus if is I the answer. ever had, oh, I was Jesus thinking, is the answer I was thinking for of the another world Andre today. Crouch Yeah, song. you're thinking That's of so through funny. it all, aren't you? <laughs> Yeah, Andre Crouch. For if I never had a problem, I wouldn't know that he can solve them. I wouldn't know what faith in God could do. Absolutely. Amen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, hi, Kara. There's a friend we haven't seen in a while, Kara from Glasgow, Kentucky. Good morning. morning, Bless you. Yeah. So I got one word uh, that we'll cover here real quick uh, that I talked about the origins of words. Just uh, this last one. Let's do another. We'll do a little uh, getting to know you or something. I think that'd be great. Blockbuster. The word blockbuster. Did you know that it's it's now an unusually successful hit that has widespread popularity and huge sales, especially a movie or a play or a recording or a novel? They say it's a blockbuster, right? Okay. But that the word didn't actually come from the Terminator or the whole genre of those types of movies, uh, but it's characterized by the abundance of um, its ability to uh, to be so powerful that originally it was a bomb that it could destroy an entire building block hence the name uh, and the weapon was developed by the British Air Force in the 1940s. It weighed two tons. They don't use it anymore, but it was used during World War II. Um, and by the late 50s, the term was used to describe anything vast or particularly successful. And in the past decade or two, the word slowly turned into a synonym to an action film. So a blockbuster has the potential to uh, to uh, be vast or particularly successful. Speaking along the terms of uh, your words that you spoke this morning from uh, Joshua right yes awesome all right so how about we do a little getting to know you the rules are this you pick a number between one and let's say 198 because i know our list has pared down a little bit i haven't been adding new ones i'm just uh taking them out as we go and see what kind of list we end up with but we're going to see what number you chose we'll read the question that is associated with that number well getting to know you isn't just about getting to know terry or melissa it's about getting to know you as well so pick a number you guys have to pick a random number that mm-hmm. way you know we haven't rehearsed the question or yeah, rehearsed yeah, yeah. an answer 
So between 1 and 197. 1 and 197. Pick a number. We'll ask the question of you. We'll ask the question of ourselves. And we'll get to know one another a little bit better today. That's right. So tell me, tell me, tell me what number. Hello, is this thing on? Are you there? (laughs) All right. Number 72. And Michelle Mickey says 72. All right. All right. Here's a question for you. Getting to know you. What... Um, what is what workers have the worst jobs? The worst jobs. What workers do you think have the worst jobs? I'll jump in and answer the first one because I was a sanitation worker in the summertime when I was uh, just out of high school. And I think that the people who empty our trash, especially during the summer when all the heat gets in there and cooks that stuff in the bottom of that bucket, that's not a great job. Well, I'm going to agree with you, I believe, um, although I have one I think would be another. But I want to go ahead and go with this one Um, because the trash outside of our neighboring shop in our shop center our mm, church is in a yes. shopping center and it was I won't, smelling a little bit right the yesterday name, wasn't it? the the name i won't share the trash was really rank and saturday when we were carrying groceries in and out of the church for the giveaway i was like i'm gonna vomit because it smelled so bad <laughs> so yeah i agree i think that's kind of a rough job i also think that a job that requires you to compromise your belief in the word of god is a horrible job yeah. so anything like that what do you guys say what do you think Larry, uh, well, I, was, I went to hit one and it lit the other one up so let's see uh, Ann says janitorial uh, larry says corrections officer and he says trust me because he's been there <laughs> right okay all right okay yeah. and we might have a, a couple more little pop-up before we pop in number uh, six, six here that yeah, robin, robin says number six is uh, talking about so while you're finishing up your answers and posting those about what you think workers have the worst jobs we're gonna ask this final question okay and it's number six uh requested by robin what are some of your favorite games to play i love softball i love baseball so i'm gonna go with softball baseball as an active game and then i um really enjoy like um scrabble or um those kind of word games um i even like board games but my all-time favorite game since I was a child is Bible trivia. No kidding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I really like the one that we got. We must. I don't know. If we got it as a gift or what it was. Farkle around. Yeah, that's where it's fun. the dice game, and you have two cups that have like four or six cubes, yep. uh, dice cubes in them, and you shake them, and they're they're different colors, black uh, dice and red dice or dots, and uh, there's cards that you are on the table, and you have to fill whatever combination, like three sixes, two fours, whatever, and every time you. You roll one of those that coordinates with the card. You take it and you put it on the card. And when that card gets filled, you win the points that it it's says on the card. It's a lot of fun. And it's totally a, it's a luck. It's, it's fast paced. paced and, um, okay, so let me just say, Farkle is one dice game and then Farkle Around is another one. And you have to pass They're it around to the similar. next person. If you <laughs> don't get any points, you pass the cup on and the next person gets to do it. But if the person next to you is rolling dice, you skip them and go to the next. I mean, it gets crazy. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I a love that. A lot of fun. Game. Yep. I really do like I that. like it too. I like the one that Mary Kay and Jeff taught us too. Boom. Boom. <laughs> we need to play that one again. That was a lot of fun. Excuse me. Yeah, that was Amen. a lot of fun. Robin says that sewage plant and water treatment plant jobs are probably yeah some of the worst. Yeah, ones you're probably to have. right about that. Yeah. So, what are your guys' games uh, that you like to play? We'll close out with that one, and uh, because Scrabble. I know that we'll have some. Robin Scrabble. likes Scrabble cards. cards. Yeah. Anne likes Jeopardy, Trivial Pursuit, and Scrabble. Yeah. Rick likes basketball and spoons. Haven't there played spoons in a million years. 
That's fun. Hey, you know what else is fun? What? It's been a lot of fun being with you guys today. You guys encourage us and you help us start our week right. And I hope we've done the same for you. We love you so much. Thank you for tuning in today. That's right. Because you matter to God, you matter to us. And we so appreciate the time that we get to spend with you and able to be able to just share a week, maybe get things kicked off and started together. And we like to finish things off together as well. So that's why we have another show coming up Thursday night, Thursday night live. It's going to be a lot of fun. The nighttime shows are always a lot better uh, to see where we're at after the end of the day, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central time. And then we'll have our Saturday morning show as well. So you won't want to miss that. You can find everything else on our website and um, somebody's going to be right up here to tell you all about it in just a moment. Hey, we love you guys so much. We'll see you Thursday. Bless you guys. Have a great week. We'll see you soon. Thanks for tuning into the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. You can catch up on previous episodes, find links to our social pages, and drop us a line at our website, thegoodmorningshow.tv. Thanks for listening.